When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I have a lot of anxiety starting this episode because I want to make sure I get my message across clearly. I want to make sure I get my story across clearly. I want to be able to tell you in a way that I feel comfortable with and kind of gives a better idea of what I've been going through the last couple of weeks. In case you're new, this is probably a terrible episode to start on, but this is the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. My name is Steve Kramer. My real name is Steve Yancey or Steven Yancey. Um, and this is a podcast that I do every single day with my mom. It's called uh, yeah, Certified Mama's Boy. And this is a podcast I do every day with my mom. We have three principles on the show. It's live, laugh, love your mom. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Number one, because my mom's not here. My mom is currently traveling. She just left Maryland a few hours ago and we had a, a, a week together here. And uh, so no matter what, she wasn't going to be able to do this episode, but it kind of fits perfectly with what I want to do. And this episode, honestly, it might be five minutes, might be five hours. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I just don't really have much of a plan other than to be as honest as humanly possible with you about kind of what my life's been like the last three or four weeks. Um, and since this episode is going to be kind of screwy, I'm going to have to insert some commercials as we go, because we don't really have any structure to this episode. So let me start by thanking Athletic Greens, AG1, for being on the podcast. Love AG1. Start my morning with it every day. Have now for a long time. Uh, this is a special powder that you can take every day. It's like a magic. I think of it as magic. Magic health powder, okay? It's got 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals and whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day out, right? I started taking this because I had just a digestive issues, but I came with so many more benefits than just that. I mean, it works with your nervous system, your gut health, your immune system, your recovery, your energy, your focus, your aging, literally all the things is what it's meant to work on. It's like 75 things in here, y'all. Like it's, it's just no joke. And, and doing it every day, it's like a micro habit, I guess you could call it to like, make sure I'm getting all the nutrients that I need to start my day. And honestly, in this time of craziness, man, it's just so good to like have your, like give your body the best fighting chance. Right. So to make it easy, athletic greens for, cause I want you to try it. I do want you to try it. No matter what it is you're going through, if you know you need to improve your nutrition, I highly recommend it. And to make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay. So if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you probably know that I have been struggling the last couple of weeks. And if you're a more regular listener, you probably know that I've been struggling now for the last couple of months. And I would say, especially the last six months, because I kind of felt like, I think I use the term lost. Like I feel 
lost. And I wasn't really quite sure what that meant at the time. And I'm not even quite sure if this is what I mean now. But I know that I am heading in a different direction that is going to scare, that it already is scaring the ever-living shit out of me. Um, so in case you're new to newer to the podcast, I am a few uh, a few months shy of being five years separated and divorced from my ex-wife. And I think the more I've like processed into this, um, I think that that journey really started there. Um, because going through divorce is so hard. I hope that you never have to go through it. I really do. Cause it is, it's like one of the best and worst things that's ever happened to me. It's the best way I can describe divorce to me is like, like, and if you're going through it right now, if you go through it in the future, just know like, it's terrible. It's terrible. But like you come out on the other side, a completely different person, but you also go through a lot of trials and tribulations And maybe this is just me turning 40 this year. I don't don't know what this new chapter is. I don't know. I'm not sure why I arrived where I did. Um, I'm not sure why life just took a drastic twist on me and like just brought out the the absolute worst part of me. Um, But it kind of started there. So shortly after I got divorced, I mean, it was a really lonely feeling because I didn't really have any roots in California, you know, I'd only been there for about three years. And because my ex-wife and I had traveled around so much, we had really just relied on each other to be each other's person, you know? So it was a very lost feeling. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know my story well enough. Then you also know that shortly after that, tried Molly for the first time, really screwed me up, put this me in this really deep, dark depression for 14 months. It was crazy. It's crazy. I didn't realize at the time, and I realize now, how lost I really was. And when you're lost, you start to go for the easiest thing to make you well let me see I I went to the easiest thing that was missing in my soul which was female attention and it has been it has been it's been something that I always desired as a kid but growing up as a kind of overweight, awkward, nerdy, you know, uh, I don't know the word metrosexual is a word anymore. When's the last time I said metrosexual? What year is this? When is it Ryan Seacrest on TV again? <laughs> what is this American Idol? Like what? Uh, effeminate, you know, I was a feminine guy and all I ever wanted to do was like get uh, like hot girls attention. That's it. That's all I cared about. So that to me like was success. And I found one and I married her and then she was gone. 
keep in mind, this is like what's really weird about post post marriage dating is like you kind of hop back into right where you left off. Like I remember early on in dating, I would like I would ask women. This is like seems just like blows my mind now. Like how many partners they had been with. Like I was in high school or something. Like it was college. Okay, well how many? Pe- and everyone was like, "What? Like what? What do you do that for?" <laughs> you don't know. Like you just you just kind of you know the last time you did it, and that was me. I just I basically picked up where I left off, and so there was something very comforting. Very comforting in getting female attention. This little boy, my inner child, was so dedicated to like getting this female attention and it felt good post-divorce. I know that a lot of people go through that phase, but I think I went through it even harder because number one, it was already like a part of me that felt like that was lacking. Okay. And then on the other side, there was this void in my life where getting these little dopamine hits, right? Getting this female attention for like really the first time in my life felt really good. And I just, it was a drug. It was a drug. Women women were, were a drug to me. And I wanted to do everything humanly possible to keep getting that high. And to keep getting that high, there have to be multiple women. Because honestly, once the chase is over, the high goes away. So I'd say like in the summer of 2019 my life revolved around getting these hits from women over and over and over and over and over again. You guys know this phase. If you listen to the show long enough, if you followed me long enough, but it's never who I really was. And forgive my French here because I was kind of called a, a fuck boy, but it's never who I was. I was this weird in between phase of, I love stability (laughs) and that's where I got screwed up because I would want these hits, but then I also liked having the stability of the women. Now that gets really messy. That gets really, really messy because you don't want to let like it wasn't like it was just like hit it and quit it. It was like I'm dating these I'm like date I'm like literally like like in relationships practically with multiple women. And it felt really good. Man, I'm going to I'm going to uncover um, uncover some demons today that like I don't know, y'all may not come back to this podcast. I've cried so much over the last couple of weeks. I don't know if I'm going to cry today or not. I don't know. But 
So it's weird. It's a weird. It was a weird, hard type of situation because again, I knew I wanted stability, but I wanted this like this these hits from these different women. I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it. And that is how I built my post-divorce life. By chasing women, but also wanting the stability of women. And it was really a messy situation. But it's all I knew. And it kept me safe. It kept me, it gave me the support I wanted in like a relationship. And it gave me, I was still able to, because I was like, no, what I mean, we're not in a relationship, you know, we're not, that's not what we're doing here, you know. <laughs> I'm not really your boyfriend, so I can go do whatever I want, but I swear, like, you better not do anything that would be un- ungirlfriend, like, it was, you know, it's messy. Mm. So embarrassed, man. So this is the life that I built. This is the life I built. And then you got to remember all the chaos that I went into. I went into this like chaotic life of moving, losing my job, moving the pandemic. There were so many things on my plate that like this, you know, this lifestyle that I had was just, just what I grew to know. And in hindsight, a lot of people got hurt. A lot of people got hurt. Because I was not living my life with integrity. And I have so much pain behind that. I rationalized it though. I rationalized it like you can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. You know, I mean, I set the boundaries. Nobody ever, I was never like, I'm your boyfriend, you're my girlfriend. We're going to be monogamous with each other. But, you know. So that's life. So let me take a quick commercial break here too so we can get all this in. Um, apostrophe is great if you're thinking about, if you're doing anything with your skin and you need somebody to help you with it, and we're talking about acne, skin complexion, if you want to focus on like reducing dark spots, uh, improving your skin texture, apostrophe is fantastic to use. It's an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. And through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear your acne. And uh, all you got to do is go on and fill out this online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history. You snap a couple of pictures and you send it to a, uh, a board certified dermatologist 
to create your initial customized treatment plan. And Apostrophe offers access to prescription treatment for all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne, and even your back acne, your chest acne, your butt acne, wherever your acne is, they get you taken care of. And a special deal for you, by the way, your first visit's just five bucks at apostrophe.com slash Kramer. We can use the code Kramer. That's a savings of $15. And this code is only available to our listeners. So to get started, go to apostrophe.com slash Kramer and get started today. Use the code Kramer at sign up and you're going to get your first visit for $5. And thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. So now we enter into, you know, move to Maryland. And that's still like the life I know. The life I know is like very casual. It's very no commitment. And I, you know, a, I've prided myself in kind of becoming this proud single guy. And don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy being single. I do. Um, but I just didn't, as the story progresses. So again, keeping everything very casual. Um, but like living, living like, like for myself. And this is like, that's like the life that I wanted. That's like the absolute life that I wanted. That's exactly what I wanted. I wanted easy, nothing to worry about, no stress, no anxiety. I wanted to be able to see friends and not worry about anybody's feelings or like just do whatever I want. I didn't want to have to worry about anyone else's feelings. I didn't want to do it. I couldn't do it. I didn't have, I didn't have the capacity to do it. And then something like mid last summer, I just started like changing and it was a slow, it was like a slow trickle. It was like this, something just didn't feel as rewarding. Those dopamine hits that we talked about, the, the, the dating apps, the Instagram messages, like even just go look at my social and I have a really hard time going back to my social media because I look at like the post-divorce pictures and I'm like, God, this guy is so lost. Going for like this low-hanging fruit of like just, oh, somebody please tell me I'm lovable. Somebody please just like tell baby Steven that like, or kid Steven or teenage boy Steven that like, He's lovable. That's all I wanted. And I could do it. I got it. That's like, that's what I was seeking was like, I need, I need the masses to like, tell me that like, I'm everything whole that I don't feel like I am. I mean, it's probably why I built this career. It's probably how you and I got, I mean, it is, it's exactly how I built this career. I love being on the radio. 
but there's obviously a part of me and everybody in radio and that's a influencer and there's a part of us that's missing. So midsummer, I just, I don't know, like slowly, but surely it just didn't feel, I didn't feel that anymore. I didn't feel like, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I just, my actions started changing. My behavior started changing. I wasn't trying to get those. I wasn't posting super thirsty stuff on social media. I wasn't really like talking on the radio as much about like thirsty stuff. And I hope you know what thirsty means. It's, you know, just trying to get attention, trying to get these, you know, female attention that I seek. I just, I don't, didn't really have a desire for it anymore. But it's the only life I knew. Post-divorce, it's the only life I knew. And so I didn't really, I didn't really date at all. I mean, a little bit here and there, but not nothing like it was just more of, I didn't really seek out anything new. Um, I don't know. I just, I started changing, started evolving, but I just still had this life of like casual. It's all I knew was like casual, but I didn't know why. Cause it just didn't feel normal anymore. And then it changed. Tulum's a weird place, y'all. It's a weird place. And it all changed that week I went to Tulum. Let me get in one more ad really quick for Care Of. <laughs> I'm sure sponsors today are like, what in the world is this show about? Care Of is a subscription service, by the way, that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins and supplements and powders conveniently to your door every month. And in 2023, instead of doing like a long list of resolutions that are just going to overwhelm you, just try to focus on a couple things that like make you feel more balanced and confident and energetic. And I love Care Of. Care Of has made my life so much easier when it comes to supplementation. Um, it doesn't matter really like what your goals are. I can promise you it just makes your vitamin life way easier. You probably don't know like what you need to take supplementation you need. And it's kind of like working with a, it's almost like working with a naturopathic doctor. You take a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals and your personalized doctor, uh, doctor backed recommendation comes to you. It takes any kind of guesswork out of what kind of supplements you need. And then what they do is they, they ship you these this box and, and the box is a month full of these little, I want to call them envelopes. Uh, but basically it's whatever supplements you've chosen from their recommendations. You can switch it up anytime, by the way. You just rip it off and your, your vitamins for the day. So you don't have like, you know, it's not like you have to have like seven vitamin jars in there. It's just you, this little tiny little pouch. You rip it off. It's plant-based, by the way, so it's good for the environment. <laughs> and uh, you just, I just down it with water every day. That's what I need. That's what I take. And I, uh, it's a really easy way. It has been super helpful. And especially if you've never tried Care Up before, you get 50% off your first month. So go to takecareup.com and enter the code Kramer50. Kramer50 to get 50% off your first order. 
Go to takecareof.com, enter code Kramer50, Kramer50. And here's to your health, friend. Here's to your health. Tulum's a weird place. Every time I go there, there's this weird shift. And I never know what's, but it's just, it just, it just brings, maybe it's just the being on vacation. I don't know, but it's a very spiritual place. I hate it's been like so washed over by social media, but it is, it is a truly a very spiritual place for me. And like I said, every time I go, it's just, there's just something different. But I had a shift in Tulum this last time. Where I realized that's just not who I am anymore. I'm not somebody that wants to just run around and have casual stuff. And, and I don't know that I ever was. I mean... <laughs> I think that, no, I mean, I, 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 I'm, and I'm glad, don't get me wrong. I'm glad I had, I'm glad I took the time to like get dating out of my system. But it just wasn't who I was anymore. Which sounds like it'd be really good. At this point in the story, you're like, great. So it all came together and you, and you felt content. And the answer is absolutely the opposite of that. Absolutely the opposite of what you're thinking. And I don't know if this makes sense. I don't, I don't know if this is even going to make sense. But I, I cracked. I literally cracked when I was in Tulum with just some deep reflection of my life and realized I, I do want to be in love again. I do want a partner. And all this time where I'm like, eh, relationships, this relationships, that it's because I've had such a terrible romantic life that I'm I'm jaded. I'm broken in like the relationship world, man. But the truth is I do, I do want somebody. I do. And I want like somebody really special and soulful. And that like that loves me. probably for the first time in my life, you know? And that I love. And not because they're hot. <laughs> you know? Not, not because the sex is great or whatever. Like, I want... I want to really try to know what love is. And, it, and so, you, again, you're like, so what's the problem? Problem is I'm scared shitless. That's the problem. 
I have so much, you know, emotional damage from love. And I'm not even talking about just my marriage. I'm talking about, I mean, I was cheated on in my very first 15-year-old relationship. First girl I lost my virginity to. And ever since then, I just have never found somebody that like really can pour into me and I can pour into. And I'm scared. But I know I can't go back to the days of just being casual anymore. I hurt way too many people in the process, y'all. And there's so many women, great women. I dated so many great women, I did, that I hurt because I wasn't honest. I wasn't honest with myself, I wasn't honest with them. But I think it really comes back to I wasn't really honest with myself. Can't really be honest with anybody else if you're not honest with yourself, you know? I have so much emotional damage from years of bad relationships that I eventually just kind of gave up. And it's not an excuse, you know. No one that I ever hurt deserved to be hurt. They were just messing with a broken guy. And like, I feel, I feel terrible. I feel so scared right now because I'm having to, whereas everything, when everything's casual, you don't have to like face your demons. You don't have to face the pain that's associated with being in love. I have so many emotional issues, fear of abandonment, anxious attachment, scared of getting cheated on again. Not being loved right. And a thousand percent commitment phobic. I never was able to say that before. We've talked about it in this podcast. Because guess what? When you're not focused on, when it's like, I, and, and that, listen, in the phase of my life when we talked about that, I was. I was like, I'm enjoying being single. I'm enjoying doing what I want. But like, I think I'm ready. That's scary to me. Fifteen-year-old Steven's terrified right now. He's looking at these last 25 years like, don't do it. (laughs) Protect yourself. Don't let somebody in. Don't love them. Don't get hurt again. 
such a high potential for getting hurt, feeling insecure. Why do it? Just be casual. 15-year-old seems like, just be casual. Don't put yourself through this anymore. But the point is, I can't go back now. That shift I had in Tulum, I was like, I can't. This is just not who I am anymore. It's just not who I am. I want to live with high integrity. And I do in a lot of ways. I mean, I do. I'm not perfect, <laughs> but I do. I've learned a lot of things in this divorce process where like, but dating, I, I was not integritous. Because I didn't know. It's just, it's no excuses. So I'm scared. Just know that I'm like, I'm scared. And I'm like 100% devoted right now to like working on myself. Working through this shit. Shit that like I didn't even realize was there. I can't go back to just low hanging fruit because it's just not what I want in the long term. I want something solid. I want to try to let somebody in for the first time that can really take care of my heart. Mm. Even talking about this, I'm getting anxiety. But I know that like my soul wants it. But it's going to take a lot of work. And just know that like I'm going to use this podcast to kind of Talk about the experience. I want to be able to be held accountable. Make sure I'm on track. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. So there's a story. There's truth. I do want to make a really big, uh, again, a lot of this pain that I'm feeling is guilt. Uh, it's like guilt, fear. It's like guilt and fear. And like, that's really where it is. So I, I'll never get the opportunity to personally say, I'm sorry to most of the people that got hurt in this process. But I kind of want to put it into the universe right now of like, I'm sorry. Maybe by chance somebody still listens and this maybe closure you need, healing that you need. I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was doing, I was lost. I'm still lost, but I'm like, I see, I see, see myself at a different lens. I hold myself to a different standard now. I want to be in love and I want to be loved. And as the son of Nancy Yancey, that's going to come at a very high bar. <laughs> I just want to thank you. I hope this 
podcast wasn't just a complete ramble of thoughts. Maybe there's something you took from it too. I always hope that every podcast has a level of something you could take away from it. Not just a weird, damaged 40-year-old man just rambling. Uh, but that's my story. I'm really, I'm really, it's, it feels good to get this out, but now that it's out, I know I've got to like deal with it. And I am, I'm, you know, through, through therapy, like I've been in therapy now, like I said, I mean, we've been talking about how I've been, you know, but I'm really going to like amp it up and work and like, like watch this damage. It's hard to work on your damage, y'all. Scary. I'm scared. Uh, I love you. You're my family. We'll get back to a normal episode tomorrow. And I hope that like you can forgive me. I'm working hard to forgive myself, but you know, I like to, I like to use my platform as a, it's a, it's a responsibility. I've got a responsibility, you know? And I hope that like, you don't have to forgive me today, six months from now. I don't know. I just, if you have a bad taste in your mouth about me, it's, it's deserved. Just know I'm trying, trying to be, I'm, I'm, I am going to be better. All right. I love you. See you tomorrow. One more thing. And as I'm editing, I'm like, I forgot to mention this one part of what else this is also bringing up is that keep in mind, like my social life, my support life, um, everything that I've known for the past like five years has just been kind of dating. That's what brought me that instant dopamine hit was dating. And now that I don't have that, it's bringing up other fears, uncomfortable situations, which is the loneliness of truly like being alone, you know, things that like I fought off with dating and casual relationships. So that's, that's it. Just a little. I don't even know where to edit this end of the to the episode, so I just wanted to tag that on to like when also what's really messing with me right now is that idea of that's like all I knew. It's the only life I knew for five years. And now I'm having to like relearn a new life because I want something else. So all right, now that's for real it. And I love you, and I'll see you tomorrow.